When you come in the arena and you see me play, you see me play, don't you? Absolutely. You see me give everything I got, right? Absolutely. But we talking about practice right now. Relax, have a good time, and most of all, act the fool. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Above 500 Podcast. I'm Izzy J. I'm Seth. Uh, of course, um, if you're listening to this, it's probably on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Spreaker, uh, Apple Podcasts, as well as our Instagram page. And I'm still working on uh, Podbean. I still don't know what that is. But <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out this whole YouTube situation. And once I get those up running, I will post those on the uh, on the Instagram page. And once I get the YouTube up and running, all the other links will be there as well. Um, so we're going to start this episode off with the XFL. Okay. I, first of all, who's your team? There's a map that came out that, like... What region you should... What region you... What team you should be shoot, shoot, uh, cheering for based on your, the region that you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, ours is DC. Okay. But I decided to pick my team based off of They're which team up. has the most Eagles players. Okay. And it just so happens to be DC. So okay, okay. <laughs> they have three. Um, I think I put it. I threw it away. They have three. I think the second most. There's two other teams that have like two players. Hmm. Um, but I was going through the rosters and I, was, I wasn't Googling it. I was like trying to remember. Like if the name stuck out to me, I was like, oh, yeah, he's in there. I counted it. Right. DeAndre Tompkins, like a couple years ago, yeah, was, was on the practice squad. Uh, Donnell Prumfrey, and I forget who the other person is that was on the Eagles. Um, damn. Well, there's a third one on there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who you going for? I guess DC. I mean, if they've got enough uh, Eagles players. i kind of just been watching it just to watch it, honestly, just for the entertainment of it. Highlights, people ju- uh, chugging beer on the sidelines. Sort of. I've like been that. like watching intermittently. Like I'll turn the game on, I'll watch it for a bit, and then I'll yeah. watch something else, and then I'll turn it back on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's got some some potential. I agree. I agree. Um, Matt McGloin, another former Eagle, <laughs> didn't look so hot this past week, man. <laughs> I mean they lost what. 20-something to nothing is ridiculous. Um, And I missed it because I changed the channel, but apparently, so they put in the backup quarterback and sometime in, like, the fourth quarter, and apparently, like, you know, the the mics are live. You know, Mm -hmm. you you basically see everything that happens, and he just, like, went and got so pissed off (laughs) because he was getting benched, and he just went off and sat by himself. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I wish I would have saw that. That was great. Um. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully next year, if they continue to do this, they expand each year. Yeah. Because I'm just cheering for D.C. until Philly gets a team. Yeah. Well, they, it seems to be doing well this year. It seems to get pretty decent coverage. I know it's, the first, it's like the first, like, hype sort of train year, but... Yeah. I mean, hopefully it keeps going. Once Philly gets a team, you know, I'll start working out and might be able to make it. Let's know? do it. <laughs> Let's do it. 
it'd be easy to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, the rules are a lot more lenient, right? Not lenient, but and I, w- I don't want to say player friendly either, but like the kickoffs, it's way different, right? It's 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 way different and yet still somehow safer like <laughs> than the nfl they can't move for until the right? person they can't move until the uh, person catches the ball catches it there you go that's what it is um and they're both like was it 10 yards or on the same line yeah. and that that's insane yeah that's insane. it's ridiculous i like it yeah. so and the kickoff has to land in between the goal line and the 20 okay so if it goes somewhere before the 20 then it so I think they automatically started at the 40. So, yeah, no, it's I like how they got rid of the the kick after a touchdown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you get the what is it? You can pass for 1 point, 2 points from the 2-yard line, 2 points from the 5. Three. Is it 3 from the 10? Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Um what else is there? Well, I'm trying to figure out like what else is new other than it's like there's that meme where like um they the coaches like yeah, yeah. cover their mouth, but oh. we can hear um, what the play call is, and like that's that's for us. But like, still, he's got the the coach on the other side can read that's his good. lips. So. Yeah, yeah. They uh, also do interviews, personal interviews after every 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 scoring possession. Yeah, I I saw that. Um, but yeah, I, I, overall, I think it's it's gonna be a big thing, and. The only reason I say that is because it's not like the AAF that tried to go along at the same same time as the NFL. Right. It's in the spring, completely when the NFL is done. And so, yeah, I think it'll hopefully. Well, we got eight teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, twelve next year. Yeah, yeah, and expand that way. You yeah. know, just add four each year. Yeah. And I think any football outside of just football season is good football for, from a player standpoint, right? From someone being able to show their talents. Let's say they want to be in the league next year or something like that. They should be able to, you know, have as much opportunity as they can. I mean, for a while it was the Canadian Football League. That was the big thing. People. It's still going on. Um, they just don't have, I want to say, like as much teams. Or they, they've had the same amount of teams for right. a while. So. Yeah. And they got Johnny Manziel, so. <laughs> He's still hoping to make his return someday. He's still playing in the CFL. So. I believe so. That's awesome. It's, yeah, whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> if me, that's, I think that's super dope, just to play football at a pro, pro level anyways. That's why I said any football outside of NFL I, I'll season, take semi-pro. I support I'll support it. I'll go play semi-pro if, if it means I get to play some football. <laughs> For sure. Um, moving on to the Phillies. Spring training starts next Saturday. <laughs> um, and the season starts officially April third, April 2nd here in Philadelphia. <laughs> I have tickets to the second game of the season, April nice. 4th, opening day weekend. Nice. Let's get it. Um, so, because I wanted to go, but then I was just like, I don't want to go on a weekday. <laughs> Opening day is always on a weekday. It's yeah. like a Thursday. Yeah. Um, if it was a Friday, I'd go. I'd be like, you know what? Whatever. I'll take it. Um, looking forward to how things are going to look. Obviously, I think uh, Aaron Nola will probably get the start the first day. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Zach Wheeler, the new pitcher that we signed from the Mets this past offseason. It's probably going to start the second day, so I'll get to take a look at and see how that is mm-hmm. going to play out. Um, uh, I believe Josh Borges is coming with me. Oh, nice. Awesome. Um, we got seats in left field. Oh, cool. So I'm always hoping to catch a home run ball. <laughs> Um, but eventually, up. eventually, I'm gonna give up on that and just get seats like down the foul line. Yeah, yeah. Get most of the balls that way. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, players reported this past weekend or like the start of the weekend. So pitchers reported like last week, sometime like that. So now full teams down there, getting ready to go. Um, we'll see how it how it unfolds in spring training. Obviously, it's like the preseason, right. so I don't expect. I don't care if we win or lose. I'm just looking to see how players are, you know, coming into form. Yeah. Um, Who are you most excited to see play? Andrew McCutcheon coming back from his ACL. Um, just to, obviously, they're probably just going to give him not like. In some sort of ways, a snap count, but they'll probably play him more as like the mid of the middle of the spring spring training season goes on, and then yeah. less as we get closer to the season opener. Yeah. Just to make sure, just to make sure that he's healthy, and then once they establish that he's healthy, um, just you know ease he's up. Back into him. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. Okay, so this is something I want to spend a little bit of time on. And it's it's important. Okay. Who is going to be the Eagles' backup quarterback next year? Well, obviously, McCown's out of the picture, right? He's going to retire this year. Um, it's not. It's not sure. He's not sure yet. He's not sure if he's going to retire. Uh, I thought he was so emotional. They tried to... They tried to I'm sure they were looking at him for... Like offensive coordinator, right? Um, but he's not sure if he wants to retire. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would think. I mean, in my heart, I would like it to be Sudfeld, um, but I think, especially after just the last couple of years have gone for us, I think we should invest in a pretty decent um, backup quarterback. I think it'd be good for us, even if it's just like a precautionary thing. Um, in my heart, I would like to say if Foles somehow can work his way back into this magic, I would There was love a it. weird thing that um, ended up with Foles back in Philly. Like a trade uh, sort of block? Yeah, kind of thing. ESPN did um, some weird thing. You can keep talking while I was trying to look for it. Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to say I highly doubt, you know, Jacksonville is going to. Pay him uh, the money he needs. He fit, he fits well uh, in our system. I mean, he's still got two years, I think, left on his contract because it was a three-year deal after he left us. But um, now that Minshew's doing well, um, you know, he he was he ended up being the guy they were going with anyways. So if you got a young, talented quarterback like that, um, I guess he did, you know, it, it would be good to have a backup for them as well. But that's a lot of money to pay a backup. Um, and, uh, you know, if we can have the shot, honestly... Sudfeld, Foles, Wentz, I feel very confident having all three of them. Sudfeld's been awesome for us these last couple years. 
And uh, I, I didn't even think that McCown should have gotten you know the shot. I know he was number two for sure, but I thought I think Sudfeld is really underestimated. I think he plays really well. Um, and every time he's had the chance, he's played well. He knows the system, and he's learned from uh, you know Wentz and Foles and McCown, like all the good quarterbacks that's that have come our way. So I would love to see you know one of them three be in the mix. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to having McCown back either. I think he's a good. Uh, veteran guy to have in your, you know, in your roster. See, now I would say that the the Eagles messed up in two ways when they made McCown number two, even after Sudfeld came back. Yeah. Um, just by it, that, so they messed up in this way, where if you had just kept Sudfeld at two, yeah, when he came back and like just said thanks, you know, McCown, you're back at three, blah blah right. blah. Sudfeld would be the one coming into the playoff game, and I think we have a better chance of winning that game I agree. with Sudfeld. Um, second reason is now this is the third year in a row where he's number three. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer you can keep him <laughs> at a backup role. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's going on, what, his fifth fifth or sixth year? Mm-hmm. He's probably going to want to start yeah. at some point. For sure. And if he can find a place to do that, well, now you don't have Sudfeld as an option. But, so, it's a crazy ESPN scenario that they came up with that yeah. starts with Tom Brady signing a four-year, $160 million deal with the Colts. Okay. Um, after losing Brady, the Patriots respond by trading a first-round pick to the Lions for Matthew Stafford. The Chargers then signed Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Philip Rivers is done in uh, Los Angeles. And the Jaguars trade spots with the Dolphins in the draft to get Oregon quarterback uh, Justin Herbert at number five. Um, Then Howie Roseman decides with all this going on, (laughs) he wants to shore up his backup quarterback spot by reuniting with Nick Foles. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> Sounds I, like a dream. I think most of that, except for the Matthew Stafford thing and the Nick Foles thing, can happen. I think the Chargers will. Teddy Bridgewater played great this year. Yeah. Um, he's obviously probably going to be looking for a starter role. We already know Taysom Hill is. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's thrown thirteen passes <laughs> in his career. Um. So I, 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 the Chargers picking up Teddy Bridgewater from the Saints, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jaguars kind of passing up on Gardner Minshew and trying to get one of these quarterbacks coming up in the draft doesn't seem like a stretch either. Um, but I don't know. I feel stupid saying this, but now I don't know if Miami's that stupid to give away that high of a pick when they yeah. need a quarterback too. For sure. But you never know. Yeah. Um, and I was all for Tom Brady going to the Chargers, but now that I hear the Colts, it it, it makes sense to me. You think, do you think he's leaving? I think he's leaving. Um, I always I was like ninety nine percent sure that he was going to the Chargers. Yeah. And now I'm like the Colts actually make sense too. So now I don't know where he could go. People are saying the Cowboys. That's dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. That's dumb for a lot of reasons a lot of reasons one um 
Brady's got like two or three years left. He's not going to make that much of a difference. And now you've gotten rid of Dak. So a young talent. When when Brady's done, yeah. you're just you're gonna start over again. I mean, especially after the year he had last year, <laughs> it's not like he came off of a Super Bowl win. If he comes off a Super Bowl win, then yeah, maybe you tank for a couple of years after he's gone. But I mean, yeah, if he comes he off had, like one of the worst years of his career last year. I think if he comes off a Super Bowl win, he doesn't leave anyway. No, for sure. But, for sure, for sure, he probably wouldn't leave anyway. That's a good point. But whatever. I mean, you know, he was. It's, it's as much as we hate Tom Brady here in this city. Um, I'm all for him being like, all right, I've taken enough pay cuts, and I'm the reason that, that we've been winning these games. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I'm all for it too. I mean, I don't. I really don't see him leaving. I think he's playing this up as much as he can, kind of get his yeah Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> name, yeah, the Super Bowl commercial. His name's still going. I mean, he's the where top would of the He's the talk of the town for you know the last couple of months, and obviously everybody's still thinking about that. Um, but honestly, I don't I don't see him going somewhere else. Um, the only move that kind of made sense to me a little bit was the Raiders moving on from Derek Carr Hall. and then taking him because they're just they're moving to the new stadium as well. Um, and I, I think that'd be a pretty interesting move for him. But other than that, I really don't see him going anywhere. I mean, he's gonna be the greatest. Patriot of all time at this point, and he's going to go down as, you know, their guy. So him leaving at the end of the career would just be such a weird move, especially at the age he is, you know. Um, obviously, there are people who would pay him money, but it's only going to be a couple more years before, you know, he's evidently done. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does have, his family has homes in New York. Um, could be going to the Buffalo Bills, you know no, they got Josh Allen. They're yeah. set. Um, Every New York team's all right quarterback-wise right now. I mean, I don't think it's the quarterback that's the issues in New York. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, the Jets are all right quarterback-wise. Not terrible. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? I do think him and Belichick want to... I think Belichick wants him to leave, and I think he wants to leave so one of them can prove they can win on their own without, without each other. Yeah. I think the one person who doesn't want Tom to leave is uh, Kraft. Yeah. Um, but Kraft is the reason that they s- s- traded away <laughs> Jimmy sure. G, who was in the Super Bowl this year. So. Yeah. Also, have you seen? did you see the thing I posted earlier on Instagram? About what? The, you know, you get those ads for, like, the NFL shop and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're, like, they're just like, oh, this uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl winning pin oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it had the score yeah, backwards. Yeah. And it's like, um. That's not right. <laughs> the 49ers lost. They didn't win. Yeah. yeah. And then I clicked on it. Like, I saw it earlier on Facebook mm-hmm. before I shared it on Instagram. And I clicked on it. Yeah. And then when I clicked on it, the score swapped <laughs> to the Kansas City side. And I was like, that's just a bad ad man um but yeah i mean you know quarterback most of the teams in the league are set at least with a starter yeah um and those that have a starter i think should be looking for that quality backup yeah um, 
just because yeah, how yeah. important it's been in the last few years. I think one name I heard for the Eagles, um, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't know if it's, I, I think I heard it just on the Eagles podcast or whatever, Case Keenum. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That, that was, that was a, it was, it was a, I didn't mind it. He, yeah. he, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, and now, before we move on to the next segment, um, our final news item, the Sixers. Do you think, and this is, I guess it's kind of in the next segment, but do you think they are going, or they're a finals caliber team after playing L.A.? So, I mean, obviously... I would say talent wise for sure, hands down. Like no with with the roster we have, if you look at all the names, how good they are, what they're supposed to play up to as far as potential wise goes, yes. Chemistry right now, I would say no. I think we're in a mid season slump. We just need to get things going, do what we gotta do, establish some good road wins, get them under us, uh, feel very confident and you know kind of encouraged as we come into the playoffs. As long as we can do that, I can see us being able to do it. I did hear a rumor that Kevin Durant was interested in coming back uh, during uh, the playoffs if they make a deep enough run. Um, so that would be something that would definitely throw a wrench in our day. That would be interesting. But even even with the Nets, I think matchup-wise, I feel like we're still slightly favored. Um, it would be a good series against the Bucks if we go deep enough. So, really, honestly, the Bucks are the only ones I think we should be crazy worried about. Everyone else, I feel like we've proven that we can um, handle. So, Well, we're going to find out two games after the All-Star break when yeah. we go back to Milwaukee yeah. to face the Bucks. I don't know. Do you think this Al Horford coming off the bench, um, not as a four, but now as a five, yeah. is... With Maz in the starting lineup. Yeah. You know, do you think this is a... Not... Do you think this is the solution that the Sixers needed? Mm. Considering how they were playing the last couple weeks with Horford as a starter. So, no. I don't think, I don't think it's the solution. I think it does help because it breaks up the pattern that we were in. I think we play too big already. Um, we're too focused. We don't have that pure shooter on our team that we need, that guy that's going to get you, you know, his 20, 25 a game no matter what. Um, Korkmaz was just playing insanely well, and he earned it for sure. Um, I think it is a good mix-up, but I don't think it's the solution. Obviously, you need you still need Horford to produce. You still need um, the rest of that starting lineup to produce, right? You need to be getting consistently what you need out of Embiid, out of Simmons, Um and out of everybody else on the lineup, um, our bench has been doing what they got to do. So if our all-stars can step up and do it, I mean, honestly, we can we can beat anybody. So Okay. I will say that, so even, you know, we don't have that shooter, it's obviously going to be Korkmaz. Yeah. Um, and so on that note, in a game where we pretty much had the upper hand the entire time against the Clippers... Korkmaz was shooting like booty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. And we still had pretty much 
most of the control of that game. Yeah. And so if that's what the look is going to be like, even with Korkmaz, you know, down and shooting, we're still playing good. Obviously, he's going to have a lot more of, you know, those 30 points, 30 plus point nights. And so leading into the playoffs, I think this switch up is definitely what they needed. Hmm. Um, and it just allows Horford to play somewhere where he's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I think he hasn't played the four since like what he started in the league, and he's been playing the five. Yeah, his early for the most of his career. Yeah. So that's like that's like what everybody was talking about this year, and when when uh, Lane Johnson was hurt, and they're like, "Oh well, are they going to move um, you know Jason Peters over to right tackle?" But he, he's been playing left tackle for most of his career, but he's more experienced than moving Andre Dillard over to right, right. tackle. Right. And so it's it's that thing where like you're trying to you're trying to get Horford to play the four right because you want to play big but you know you have all you really need is who who said that was it Jalen Rose or whatever? two two makes you like a two gets you to the finals three players win you a championship right. and we have a good starting four right yeah for sure five with Horford but you know, four, and then have Horford come on the bench, yeah. off the bench, and now you've bolstered the bench support that you get with Horford yeah. coming off. So I think it's, it's, I think it's close to the solution that we need. I would agree with that. Close to the solution is a good way to put it. Um, and so now we move on to the next segment. Shoot your shot. Williams for three in the lead. Young for three. Butler for the win. Yes. We're going to have two this time. Um, The first will be, how long do you think the XFL will last? You want me to go first? Yeah. I think I could see it lasting. I mean, if this type of coverage keeps up, like across um, all types of social media platforms and internet sites and news sites and things like that, I think... It could last a, a decent five years. Um, if they continue to expand, I think they can go even further. But I don't see it lasting more than that time frame um, unless they can really, you know, establish themselves in as something that people are going to want to watch in that off season, in that time between, you know, where it's just football and. Um, if they can't establish themselves like that and they're not really getting the viewer base, I don't see them being able to fund it for, for more than five years. I think they can, they'll last as long as they're able to continue their, that, that sponsorship that they have, that being able to be shown on Fox right. and ABC, because right. um, the AAF, AAF well, they, first of all, they went bankrupt, <laughs> um, but they were also on like CBS Sports. Yeah. Like nobody watches that channel. Yeah. Um, like I literally just turned to Fox what yesterday and I was watching it. So it's yeah. like you're obviously you know not as big of a league, but you are broadcasting your games on the same channels. Yeah. Um, some of them are even playing in the same stadiums. Right. Like New York's team plays at MetLife. Right. Um, 
DC. They play at the soccer field in DC. Um, who else plays on their... Um, pretty sure Seattle plays at CenturyLink. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you're... It's not like you're playing in some college or it's just some random field that you know you just happen to have. Right. Um, everything about the league, even the players, so to speak, are NFL esque. Right. Right. So, as I think, as long as you can stay on those channels, you you'll go as long as you want. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Now, the second part should you shot. And we're going to do this twice because the All-Star game is about to start. Right. So by the time this episode comes out, um, the answer will already be known. But who do you think is going to win the first Kobe Bryant MVP award for the All-Star game? Which So tonight, who do you think is going to win it tonight? Um, but since that's going to be um, announced before we even put this episode out, who do you think is also going to win Next year's Kobe hmm. Bryant MVP award. Interesting, interesting. Um, for this year, uh, I'm pretty sure Lillard was uh, Lillard decided that he wasn't going to play, so uh, Booker um, is going to get the chance to play. I really want Booker to win it, just because you know he felt kind of snubbed out of it to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to have that sort of fire in him. Um, the cool thing about the All Star Game is obviously you get like those matchups that you rarely really ever see, yeah. um, and you get people going at it. Um, the defense is kind of a, a lot at a lot lower level, so I want to see Booker go off and do well. As far as next year goes, um, I, I I can see a few people really winning it. I, I would in my heart, I want to say it's a Sixer winning it, um, but. I can really see uh, an Anthony Davis or a uh, Giannis winning it. I think one of them two is will probably be it. I think they're the future of the league these, these next couple of years. Who won it last year? Uh, not the the award, obviously, but who won MVP last year? I'm not sure. Do you remember? No. I don't remember. And I hope I'm not. I hope he didn't win it last year because for this year, I'm gonna say uh, Russell Westbrook. Oh, Russell Westbrook. Interesting yeah. pick. I think it's going to... Next year, I think it's going to be Trey Young. Really? Trey Young? I think... It, well, he's finally going to be an all-star. He's no longer... He's he's not going to be on the Rising Stars Challenge anymore. Right, right, right. right. Uh, and so I think in his first all-star game, obviously, I would love to say Ben or Joel, but they're primarily defensive players in a game that there's no defense played. Yeah, for sure. So... For sure. Um, Obviously, it's going to be someone who shoots a lot. That's why I say Westbrook this year because yeah. he's just got a high motor, always finds himself around the rim, right. um, attacking the basket. And then next year, obviously, just Trey because that man can <laughs> shoot it from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was Durant who won it last year. Okay, so, so yeah, shooter. definitely yeah. Russell. Um, those those are my picks for this year and next year. Okay. I'm really looking forward to next year. I I feel like. Ooh, it'll either be Trey Young or Luca. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Did you see his half court shot from the yeah, Rising Star? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. That was great, awesome. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard the Hawks are actually interested in uh, Lamelo Ball. We'll see how. That'd be interesting, Lamelo Trey Young. That'd be that'd be something, dude. I 
See, like, I know last last week on the episode, I said, like, I'm sick and tired of losing to the Hawks. <laughs> it's just because they're, like, as a team, they shouldn't beat us. Beat us, yeah. I agree. But, you know, they have Trey Young. So, like, if if I could say anything, like, he should beat us, the team shouldn't. The team should Like, if he's out there scoring, like, 50 a night, whatever. You know, that man shoots from the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else, you need to stop. Stop, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um... Sadly, I was not prepared for this week because there's just I did not get a chance to life prep for anything. Yeah, I got into a car accident on Thursday. Oh no! I've just been chilling for like the past couple days, so I didn't get to do research for a a who that John. So I'll come back with two next week. Okay. Um, So we'll just move on to the J.R. Smith Award. Molly, this is a beautiful moment. Max, this is a beautiful moment. Did something just go wrong? <laughs> I mean, are we not sitting here because something has gone wrong? This is going to be a fairly short episode then, um, just without that segment in there. Mm-hmm. I got two this week. Um, as I was putting this episode together like 20 minutes ago, um, I just, you know, looking through sports news. Uh, so the first J.R. Smith Award goes to Antonio Brown who is going to be meeting with teams during the combine. And I believe he said, if I can get that quote from him. Basically, he said, you know, something we've heard all the time before. I'm ready to get things back on the right page. Mm -hmm. Which means if our pattern is to be correct... In the next couple weeks or so, he's going to do something really outlandish. And then diss the NFL. <laughs> and come at the NFL. Um, so, I think... Honestly, I think he should have he just went to the XFL. I think this time it'll be... Well, they can't They can't afford him. I, I think <laughs> they can't afford him. But I think... I think I think at that point, like, you don't deserve the money. You need to show that you can... He's going to want play to get at paid. A, I mean... You, he's going to want to get paid. He's going to want to get paid, but you forfeited... All the money you, you. I'm not saying you didn't deserve it. Right, you deserve right. that money. All yeah. the money you deserved, you threw away. Well, I heard that they couldn't even afford to play cap, and cap was interested in playing. Cap is um, so as much as people want to like praise cap. Yeah, I'm gonna honorarily put him on this award or on this on this list for the awards because I don't know. I just get like shady vibes from him. In what sense? Like. He, you know, is like, oh, you know, I'm all about injustice, the injustice of people of color, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't believe that, or I don't doubt that, but at the same time, like, the whole, like, tryout thing, um, and, like, him asking for a lot of money Mm -hmm. to be on a team, like, if you were really about, like, I just want to play. Yeah. Yeah. You'll take what you can get yeah. and then yeah. prove them the next year that you should yeah. be paid more. Yeah. Um, so I think it's literally just like, and then uh, I believe they took a settlement with the NFL or whatever. Did, yeah. I think he it's just it. literally all about the money for him. Yeah, I th- that's one thing. I mean, that's one knock that people said against him was, you know, how could you be for a specific thing and then end up settling? But um, that kind of stuff costs money. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff, that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money. So... I don't really blame him for, you know, breaking down or, or whatever and, and just finally settling. I do think that he deserves to get paid, um, but I'm kind of in the mindset that you are. Like, if I really, really wanted to play in the NFL, like, I would, you know, 
I would do it for whatever I had to or could to, and then, you know, go from there and be like, oh, I'm going to prove that I'm worth yeah, you know, this next contract or whatever. For sure. Yeah. Um, and the, so, I mean, I just think, like, as far as egos go, like, I think he should have just went to the XFL for whatever he could get. Yeah. And then just ball out. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That, that might have been a good idea. I mean, maybe that... If you really just want to play football... Yeah. And oh, prove sure. that you're the best, they can't ban you from the XFL. It, it probably isn't about football at this point. I mean, well, I mean we probably... We, we know it's not just about football at this point, right? Like, I mean, he if he would have just been quiet, he would still have a job. You know what I mean? But, I mean, even beyond that, like, even talking about AB, like, I think if you take that step towards the XFL... I'm not sure that... Well, first off, it would be great for the XFL. <laughs> Let's start there. If you get Cap uh-huh. and AB... I mean, even on the same team, like that would be huge for the XFL. Um, but beyond that, you know, as a career move, it's hard. That would be definitely a tough pill to swallow to go from, you know, being one of the best players in the NFL, respectively for both of them at the time, um, to, you know, playing on an XFL team, you know, a couple years later. Because of, you know, whatever circumstances you've put yourself in, you know? Yeah, for sure. Do um, you think AB's good, done for now? You think he's done with his antics? Or do you think that he will... No, I'm sure there's going to be something <laughs> that comes up. Um, some Instagram video or whatever. I mean, he has, you know, toned it down a bit, but... You never know with AB. For sure, for so. sure. He's posted some apologies on Instagram as well, so... We'll I don't see. even follow him anymore. It's <laughs> we'll, ridiculous at this we'll, point. We'll see how that goes. Those Instagram live stories were lit, man. <laughs> they were. Um, it was hilarious, but... So, the other... Obviously, you know, we put Cap Honorary on that list. The other J.R. Smith Award winner for this week is Josh Norman. Josh Norman. He... Excuse me. He was just cut well not just cut but cut from the redskins um and i put him on this list and obviously you can tell how not prepared i am because i usually have like a whole narrative (laughs) for these things josh Um, norman back in 2017 uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, pretty much i I use this to work on my my writing and my journalism (laughs) skills all those ab AP classes honors classes yeah i mean i was also on journalism because my electives (laughs) Um, and that's basically what podcast or sports podcasting is. It's right. sports journalism. Yeah. Um, but I'm so bad at it. I put him on this list because I, I just thought about it. Like when I read the headline. Yeah. Uh, well, the headline was Ron Rivera explains why he cut Josh Norman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you went from like what two, two three years ago, you were like. All star. The all the 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 corner to beat. In the NFL. In the NFL, you got under OBJ's skin, mm-hmm. like all that, and then you went to the Redskins. You were good for like a year, yeah. on the Redskins, and then you just went quiet. Yeah. And I've never seen a cornerback degrade in skill so so much quicker. I don't know, maybe like Sidney Jones or somebody like that. <laughs> gotta take gotta take my shots when I can. 
or Sewell Douglas. I don't know. I've seen some some Ronald Darby. There you go. That's a good one. Rodney McLeod. Patrick chill. Chung. Chill. Patrick Chung. That, you can't say that because he would. You, he's like bad here and great with the Patriots, and I don't understand how Patrick that works. Chung? Yeah, we cooked them. That's all that matters. That's the only thing I care about. We cooked you when we played you. That's all that matters. Um, I still have a picture with him, I think, when he played with the Eagles. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I did. Oh, him. Um, Colt Anderson. Oh, nice. Nate Allen. Uh, Brandon Flet- Bradley Fletcher. Bradley Fletcher and Brandon Boykin. Oh, nice. I remember Boykin. Yeah. I was most excited about Brandon Boykin. I was like, I don't care about these scrubs. <laughs> He's the best corner we got. And then Chip traded him away to the Steelers. <laughs> Good old Chip Kelly. But um, what was Ron Rivera saying? What was he saying that um, you know, really made him consider? I mean, well, I know cutting him. He said the big th- big thing is it's an opportunity for us to get younger. Mm-hmm. Josh is a veteran guy, and again, just looking at the young guys that we have, we got to get these guys on the football field and more exposed. Okay. Um, he's thirty two. Wow. I didn't think he was that old, but... He's got one more good contract in him, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Would you think the Eagles should take him? Heck yeah. With what <laughs> we got, dude. I'd rather have Josh Norman on any side of any specific... Put him on the uh, it's Mills, other side of Mills. Mills Norman. I'm fine with that. I feel much more confident going into the season than what we were dealing with. I mean, we were very spotty, so... That's true. I feel like cornerbacks like in the league now it's become a play your best ish and then when you get beat look for a flag like that's all I see yeah. cornerbacks yeah. right yeah well uh-huh. like I, I I just and back when back back in the day like every team had like at least one decent corner where you can say this is our guy our guy is Mills. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's our one decent Stop. corner. That's how bad our corners are. That's our, what I'm saying. Our it's one like, decent corner it is It used to Mills. be like people had, like, this is our guy. You know, like, this was our guy. Like, for example, Asante Samuel was our guy. No, we do have that a was decent corner. Guy. That's Mills because his technique is great. His, I think he needs to get faster. The if double can, move, the if sh- he, Mills. If he can get faster, that man... Because he plays, his his footwork is great. Um, just don't think he's built, is. I don't think he's built. I don't think I don't think he's, like, for an example, okay, the Dolphins game comes to mind, right? The Cowboys game comes to mind, right? The Vikings game comes Like, you're talking about, like, decent wide receivers, don't get me wrong. There are like, times where, where I see him get beat, and it's like, he's a step or two off. A step or two off. So, like... I think he's the most technically sound cornerback we have, oh, aside from Michael Jenkins, because he his technique is his hips are moving. He's he's great. He doesn't like turn the wrong way and knock himself off balance. So if he can just get a little bit faster, he's not bad at tackling. He's not bad at zone. Either. Oh yeah, he's, I'm not. I'm not saying he's a he's great tackler bad. for how skinny he looks. Oh my god, he's he just a, doesn't have. I just don't think tackler. he has that fact. Like I like when I think of great cornerbacks. I don't think he has like that. It. That's why I'm saying if he gets faster, 
and those plays he gets beats on, those plays he get beats on. I can't speak today. He gets beat on. <laughs> those plays he get he gets beat on. Um, if he starts making those because he got a little faster, I think he gets a little bit more confident. Um, and again, you just it's just something that you have to be willing to put the work in. Um, and he was coming off and I think at this point this year as well yeah that too but I, I, if he doesn't get faster next year and he still gets beat by those same plays I think it's an internal problem with him where he thinks he's at a level where he needs to be when he really needs to be at a higher level um, and that's like that falls on you that's you not wanting to work because you think you made it yeah um, and that brought up something in my head that I was just thinking about that I wanted to talk about and I forgot what it was. Um, oh, the Sixers. I think it was. Yes. Okay. So people keep talking about like I was watching the Clippers game. Yeah. Um, the nation nationally televised. So you know I didn't get the <laughs> I didn't get the bias you know yeah. from Zoom off and you know. <laughs> I, I I don't know who talks with Zoom off during the games, um, but he always says some like outlandish stuff that is very like you can tell there's bias yeah, yeah like he'll be they'll they'll watch and they'll be like oh it's it's a foul on ben simmons and then they'll look at the replay and like ben like hits the dude and he's like the other guy the other guy's like oh come on <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm like that that was a foul <laughs> that was a foul dude yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. um but like so they were talking about you know obviously they always talk about ben simmons not shooting whatever blah blah, blah. Right. Um, and how when Embiid's on the floor, he can't, you know, they they can't create space for Simmons to move, blah, 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 blah. And they brought up, you know, I think it was Shaq or one of them. It was during the halftime show and they were talking about, you know, you can talk about Ben Simmons shooting all these threes, making like seven in a row in practice. But until you see it in the game, and it got me thinking, like, if you can make it in practice, you it's not a problem making it in a game. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think he's saving it for the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I think obviously cuz if he starts doing it now, teams are going to crack down on it. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're trying to figure out or he's trying to figure out a way to win games the same way they did last year so that way when they get in the playoffs, he can start shooting. He starts shooting and they're like, we don't know what do we do? Yeah, we weren't prepared for this. That would be crazy. That's a crazy theory. If that's true, it's the greatest. Uh... That's what I would do. If I'm like, if I go to practice and I'm like just sinking threes and I've never shot threes before, and I start getting it in my head where I'm like, oh, this this isn't that hard. Yeah. I can do it. I can shoot it from here. I'd be like, but we're playing good right now. I'm gonna keep practicing. I'm gonna yeah. keep shooting threes in practice. And then when game time comes, when playoff time comes around, not not even the first round, because we can make it through the first round. Save it, for, save it for the semi, the second round, and just be like, yeah. Wait, he's left-handed, right? Yeah, he's left-handed. <laughs> well, that's the one big thing that uh, that definitely is kind of like the the extra oomph we would need from him too. I mean, if he can, I mean, that's going to boost his numbers by a lot. The I'm waiting point, for this playoffs. The three-point has absolutely changed the way that the game is played. So if you just think about that, I mean, he could really be dropping triple-doubles, 30 points a game. No problem if he starts shooting the three-pointer. That's all I'm saying. It'd definitely be like LeBron. For sure. Uh, 
But yeah, um, pretty much that's all we have for this week. I will be more prepared um, and come at you with the, the journalism prowess next week. Uh, like I said, once I get that YouTube page up and running, I'm still trying to figure out how to upload audio. Just audio only stuff. I was able to do it last time um, when I recorded a song with Louie. Mm-hmm. And I just I put the audio on there and then just put pictures in the okay. background. Yeah. So I should be able to do it with this. Yeah. But I'll figure it out. Once it gets up and running, you'll see the post on the Instagram page. Um, but for now, you can follow us on Instagram, on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, and here at SoundCloud at Above 500 Podcast. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Have a good one.